0: Welcome to Business Talk Sister Gok. I'm Becca and today's episode title is 10 Big Fat Lies Business Owners Believe. And the reason I'm doing a podcast episode on this today is because there honestly is so much misinformation out there about what business is supposed to look like, who's supposed to be doing it, how it's supposed to function, all this kind of stuff. And I think that the internet is full of information that's not true about business. And so I I wanted to definitely do an episode about that and stick around until the end for the gawk portion because I have a story that (laughs) I think is pretty funny. Um, Completely unrelated, by the way. But anyways, okay, so the first one that I have, number one, the lie uh, is you need to always be growing your business. And that is not true that is completely false and I believe that the the reason that's false is because first of all most of the people that are saying that are trying to um, pitch their services to say I'll help you grow I'll help you grow but the reality is when you look around at business owners I mean there's tons of business owners that I know that are honestly way too busy to even get on a podcast with me that I just I love seeing them and talking to them in the community and everything but They're not looking to grow their business beyond what it is right now. That's the reason why they chose having a business. It's at a sustainable level for them that they don't want to push it any farther. Do I think that um, it's important to be aware of industry disruptors that could affect your business? Absolutely. But I think that a lot of people think, if I'm not growing, I'm failing. And That's not true. That's not true at all because there's so many people that choose business because they need a specific lifestyle um, to have flexibility for their kids who have maybe special needs or maybe they're a stay-at-home mom and they are trying to run a business as well as take care of an infant. I mean, there's so many different reasons why um, somebody would choose to be a business owner and, or choose not to grow. And honestly, I mean, when you talk about businesses that um, start growing, there's a lot of people that I've talked to that say, you know, I went from this much a year to the next year making this much and I pushed really hard to grow and I realized that I was ending up paying more out in taxes and um, employee wages with uh, all these different things. That honestly, I hit a new tax bracket for my business and it actually was um, more costly for me at that point to have a business. And I am I shoot to be within this tax bracket every year so that I don't go beyond that because honestly, there are plateaus that happen within business. And if you don't push to keep growing beyond that plateau of where you lose money, uh, then, then you're not going to be actually financially profitable to where you're happy with where you're at. And so, and I say that because I've seen lots of people do it and get hit with taxes because they're like, oh man, we made a couple thousand dollars more this year than last year. And now we're in a new tax bracket and we owe way more money than we did before. And we didn't set aside that much. So, I mean, financial planning is a huge piece of that. But also think about the time that goes into growing a business. And if you are also really active in your community or you have a really um, big family that needs you or whatever, growth is not always the epitome of a successful business. And I really think that that is so important um, for you to realize business, if it's sustainable and you're doing what you can to keep your family fed, that's a perfectly good business. So the next lie I have is business is all about making money. And that is also not true. (laughs) And I think there's so many people, especially, I guess maybe it's just me, but I follow a ton of people on Instagram and other places that are like inspirational business quotes and all this kind of stuff. And it's like very, very focused on making money, making money, making money. And it's not about, you know, I chose this lifestyle because... I knew that it was going to help me to be more creative or I wasn't necessarily in a place where um, other people would want to work with me because I have a disability myself or whatever so that's not the reason why a lot of people go into business about the money. I mean honestly some business owners make less money than you would at a other job but they're willing to sacrifice that because it's what they love or Maybe it's like I've even talked to people that their entire business is living off the land, selling wood and all this kind of stuff. And they choose that because it allows them to farm and they love farming or all these different things. I think it's so it's so important to realize that money is not um, the ultimate goal of business. For, for everyone and it shouldn't be for you. If, if that's the reason you're going into business, you're gonna be sorely disappointed <laughs> because um, especially at the beginning, if that's your focus is making money um, and only making money and not about growing something quality and all of that, what I have commonly seen happen to business owners is they start making survival instinct decisions that are not healthy for long-term business. And it's a really dangerous place to be if you are deciding to go into business just for the sole purpose of making a bunch of money. The next lie I have, number three, is if you aren't viral, you're failing. And I don't know how many times I have heard like some anxiety or apprehension from business owners because they just haven't figured out their abilities on social media or with a website or whatever, people from all over the United States don't know who they are. That doesn't mean you're failing. That that does not mean that at all. I mean, quite honestly, there's so many businesses out there that never have a digital presence for the most part. They're not on social media. They're not doing all these things, but they have consistent businesses. I mean, look at businesses that contract for the county to pick up your garbage or, um, septic, comp- or septic pumping businesses that you have to have if you if you have a septic system and you need your entire um, sewage system flushed, like there's so many different things that this is a need, and somebody's willing to fulfill that need. And there's always going to be demand, right? They don't need to be the sensation on the internet to have that success for their business, and they're not failing. They're not failing. And quite honestly, most people probably don't want to know all about every single part of their business. It's not a consumer product. And I think that there's so many businesses out there that we commonly forget are things that people make money at that are so necessary to being able to function in a society. And so I think that that's really important to realize if you have an idea or you're just starting out and maybe you've got this Product that you're trying to sell, and it's not selling a ton of units or whatever, and you're like, well, it's just not all the rage. Well, you're comparing yourself to what the media picks up as um, a success story, and those are, as um, James Richardson would say from our consumer um, packaged goods discussion, uh, he would say that that's a unicorn, and you're comparing yourself to a unicorn. Um, That's that's not fair to do to yourself is not good for your mental health. And it's also not good for your standard of this is where I need to be to to be excellent. Um, that's definitely not true. Most businesses take a really long time to grow. And I, I would say there's a lot of people that, that talk about how people think you're an in instant success overnight, but really you spent 10 years getting to the point where people noticed you. So I think that that's really important to give yourself some credit in that. Um, So lie number four, you're selfish if you're not giving a friends and family discount. And I will say there's going to be times in your life where that's something that you definitely want to do to bless somebody. And that's great, but it shouldn't be your norm right now, especially at the beginning. And people constantly get upset with, with a lot of times new business owners or whatever saying, well, why can't you just give this to me for free? We're family or whatever. And honestly, those people are not valuing what you have to offer in that case a lot of times. So it's really important to take that and say, I don't have to do these things if it's going to lose me money, right? And it becomes an even bigger deal when you start getting employees and you have payroll that you're running all the time and if you have a bunch of people working on projects that's not going to pay the bills you're actually putting yourself in the hole and that's not okay because that's not being respectful to your family and to their family because that could put you out of business and i really think that that's something that i i always want to affirm people in is that if you think that this is what it's worth because you've done comparison and that's what other people are charging. I don't think your entire business structure should be trying to get the lowest price possible you can give to people because it may make you competitive in the short term, but if you try to scale or um, if things change in your industry where uh, the cost of goods sold is more expensive, you're going to have a really hard time talking with people about the fact that you need to raise your prices. I always say it's way easier to go down than to go up, so why not start up? Okay, number five. You will not succeed without a business coach, and that is a complete lie. Um, One that's pretty prevalent, especially all over Facebook groups on the internet um, and and honestly on podcasts. I I think that business advisors, business mentors are important, but um, having to pay someone to coach you to be able to get something done there's lots of people that will say, oh, i live and die by it, but that's probably because they're not self-motivated, visionary people <laughs> that need, or maybe they need more accountability. And if you have a personality where you can be diligent every single day and get back up and go back out there and work hard and make a list and try to get stuff done, um, you don't need a business coach all the time, right? And I do think that there's tons of people in my life that I would say would maybe even qualify as a business coach but I don't pay them because they're my friends and I also coach them on their business. That's what peer mentorship is and I think it's important to have mentors that are older as well or more experienced than you, not just people that are your friends because they're going to give you a completely different perspective on a been there, done that aspect as well. So, Surrounding yourself with people older than you is really important, but I would say there's so many times I've seen people say well you're never going to get anywhere if you don't have a business coach and that is so not true. I've seen um, so many people reach out to me and ask to be my business coach and I'm like Well, what can you offer me? And while we start having conversations, I'm like, wow, actually, I have a lot more information and experience than you even do. So why would I pay you to coach me? Um, And honestly, I don't, (laughs) I've never said those words directly to someone. (laughs) But um, I think it's, I think it's important to realize that um, many business owners have a, inferiority complex about their abilities and um, maybe you do need a business coach to get you past those things or maybe honestly a therapist but I don't think it's vital to the success of a business every single time and anyone who tells you that um, I, I just don't agree with them because that's not something that is true for every single person. Okay so number six, you will succeed if you have a business plan. I don't know how many times I've talked to people who are planning to do a business and they're either going after funding or they're pitching it at a pitch conference or um, they're planning on doing it with investors in a different country or whatever, like all these different things. And they say, well, the business plan says this and we plan for that, therefore it's gonna work because we put it in the business plan. and That is so not true. Just because you make a plan doesn't mean it's an actual workable plan. Um, And I commonly see people say, well, um, we need a business plan because we need to get the bank to agree to loan us money. And yeah, you do. But half the time... The bank is looking far more at what other personal assets you have or your spouse's income or whatever else to say, yeah, even if this business doesn't do great or maybe it runs in the red for the first five to 10 years, we're still going to get paid because there's all this other stuff that we can um, make sure that we get paid from in those loan payments every month. And so, I, I seriously have seen this so many times where people have come up with these business concepts of like this is what I'm going to do and um, they're like the business plan says it so therefore it's going to be successful and that is not true. Um, just because you have a plan doesn't mean you're good at successfully carrying out the plan or that the plan is actually going to be the right avenue for you to to get everything done. because. Every business encounters obstacles they had no idea they were there um, before they wrote the business plan. And nobody is nobody can anticipate every single thing um, that's going to come up as you start a business and grow it. And so I would really just be careful as you're making a business plan that it's truly, truly real practical information because a lot of times I see business plans that say stuff like, oh, well, we're going to get 15% of the entire market share for the U.S. Okay, but how? Because that, to me, seems really unrealistic in year one, first of all. Second of all, you have absolutely no budget set aside for how you're going to grow that for sales and marketing. And all these different things that people don't think about, it's just going to magically happen that there's going to be demand when nobody even knows about what their business does to meet that need. And so... I really do think that's a huge lie that a lot of financial institutions will totally say, oh, yeah, you're going to do great. Everything is going to go great with this. And they're not accounting for the relationship dynamics of the business or even sometimes people's mental health or all these other things they have no idea about. I mean, it can look great on paper, but it doesn't mean that it's always going to be successful in real life. So I think that's something you really need to be wary about as you're looking at um, business in general. Okay, number seven, you have to have the best equipment for everything. And I don't know how many times I've seen somebody get pressured into buying something because somebody says, well, you have to get this. Like, there's, you're not going to have a successful business unless you do this. And um, that is so not true. It is such a sales pitch. And honestly, a lot of the people that, really feel that way. It's because they have some sort of personal identity issue with trying to be the best of the best. And um, yeah, sometimes it's important to have certain equipment because it does a higher quality job than other equipment. But not for everything, and it doesn't have to be brand new. That is such a lie, and I've seen so many businesses be successful because, and the reason they are, is because they work hard to do everything as low cost as possible, get their equipment for pennies on the dollar from auctions and other places because they need this stuff, but they're not going to go into dealership or Like a tractor store, whatever, and buy the best of the best. They're they're good entrepreneurs are always price shopping. They're always looking for um, the right equipment for the right price. That's just gonna get the job done. Uh, And so I really wanna say that over and over again for people who um, feel pressured by family members or uh, business partners or whatever that that's not true about buying new things. Okay, so number eight. Business owners never have to listen to others. That is, I I don't know how many people I have seen decide that they want to start a business because they're tired of having a boss or um, something like that. And that is just so, such such a bad idea. <laughs> First of all, you're setting yourself up to be a bad boss if you hire employees um, because you don't want to listen to their advice and um, their advice. They're, views of what they see happening within the company, um, you're also deciding that you're not going to get input from other people. And quite honestly, the people that I see that are not teachable are the people that really do have a hard time in the long run having a successful business because they are not good at developing those relationships of trust. And um, if conflict arises, I've seen so many people Um, throw others uh, under the bus saying, oh, it's their fault when really they should be taking personal responsibility. And um, not listening to other people is such a huge problem for um, the success of their business. So that is a lie. You do have to listen to other people. And if anyone tells you other lies, (laughs) they've not run a very good business. (laughs) Okay, so number nine, buying this course will solve all my problems. Um, and I, I wrote that specifically because the internet right now and podcasts and all over the place, people are just like, if you just do this, it'll solve your business problems. I know you're struggling and blah, blah, blah. That is so not true. Um, and, and part of the reason it's not true, and I've honestly, I've made a couple memes that I've sent like other business people about this. Like, um, oh, I found the answer to all my problems. Like, I'm so excited. And then like in inside like this like um this like magical box they open it up and they're, the the writing says simply implement all of the stuff you've read <laughs> and like that's the problem is that when you buy a course you're like oh well I have a problem with this in my business whether it's accounting or whatever I'm just going to buy this course and this person's going to teach me how to do it great And potentially it could solve your problem because you're more empowered to know how to do things better or um, how to do it when you didn't know before but the reality is it's not going to give you more time in your day so if you're buying something because it's going to solve your problem with accounting and then you realize that really it was just because you never have time to sit down and do your accounting even though you know this stuff it's not going to solve your problem Um, so many times People go to consultants and they're like, I need help with this. And they give them all this advice and they spend all this money. And then they never implement anything that the consultant said. And that is just such a waste of time for everybody. And I also think that there is tons of free content out there on YouTube and just people's blogs and whatever that you can consume or research without having to pay someone to solve the problem. So I think that it's really important to do your due diligence um, before trying to say, oh, this is going to solve all my problems because you could end up wasting a lot of money for no reason, right? Okay, so number 10, if I'm not making money in my sleep, I'm failing. Okay, I don't know, like right now on the internet, it's like there's two different kinds of business. There's one, make tons of money and do nothing after you spend the time setting everything up. And then number two is work hard and become a millionaire. Like, work hard, have no friends, have no social life, have nothing with a family, whatever. Like, you can plan all that later. Become a millionaire, and then you can have fun in life. Like, those are essentially when I look through all of the different... um content materials on like instagram and all these places essentially that's what people think those are the two businesses that are in the world and that is so not true that is such a lie um businesses like should be something you're working at and if it's in a place where you're making money in your sleep okay that's cool you got a great business but the reality is that it might not be the best business for you um because there's so many people that want the challenge. And honestly, there are so many people that I know who have achieved um, millionaire status from a business or whatever, and then been like, oh man, that I thought like, I would feel a certain way. But now I feel like I've kind of cheated the system. And I've won life too early. So now what I do? What do I do with myself? And it's kind of empty at the end. And I don't necessarily think that that's the sole reason you should be in business is to become a millionaire. And I also don't think that um, doing nothing and just making money all the time is wise either because it leaves you feeling like you have, have no life purpose. And that's a really big problem. So, I, I would say though that there's so many people on the internet that, that say those are like basically the two types of businesses out there because it's typically because they're trying to sell you a course or the keys to success that is honestly some sort of um, get rich quick scheme or they're already successful and they say this is how I did it therefore you need to do it the same way to be like me. And that is not true about every entrepreneur. You don't have to mimic somebody else in your entrepreneurship journey. Do I think mentors are important? Absolutely. But they should be people you know, not people that you find on the internet and you follow at a distance that you've never met. Because first of all, there's absolutely no accountability in that whatsoever. And they're not actually speaking to the specific problems that your business has, And second of all, um, it's so important to have real life relationships with people that can talk and share with you honestly about the true nature of business. Because everything on the internet is so focused on the success stories that people don't talk about those failures. Um, as as candidly, and quite honestly, most of the people that I know when I do a podcast with them, if they're going to share a significant failure with me, we don't do it in the podcast recording because that's not something they want the whole world knowing. That's incredibly vulnerable, but it's valuable information for learning and teaching someone else how to not make that same mistake, but that's through relationship. That self-disclosure happens in personal relationship, not through listening to someone's amazing life story from a podcast or whatever. And so I really, really want to go back to that. Um, Relationships are so important to business and so important in general for um, personal self-satisfaction of feeling that you're actually accomplishing something in life. So um, anyways, I'm going to transition now into the sister gawk portion of the episode and talk about something completely unrelated. but uh here's a story for you because um I've been really pondering um dating relationships recently because my siblings are all starting to date different people and all this stuff and so okay my my husband when he first wanted to date me he asked me out and I told him that um well you need to ask my dad and I I think part of the reason I said that was because I just wanted to see him do it, <laughs> but um, so he ended up calling my, my dad, um, and it happened to be my sister's birthday, um, my sister Ruthie, which a lot of uh, you all know, and um, she answered the phone and he was like, hi, I'm trying to get a hold of um, your dad or whatever, and she's like, oh, it's my birthday today. Did you know that? And he's like, um, well, no, I didn't. Well, did you call to sing me happy birthday? And he's like, "Um, well, I can. And she's like, okay, I'll put you on speaker. Go ahead. And so he sang happy birthday to my sister. And then she's like, wow, thanks so much for calling. Like, I just really appreciate that you did that. I feel really special today. Goodbye. And then hung up. (laughs) and like she knew that he was calling for like a different reason so my whole family was just sitting there like listening to this and just like snickering the whole time and then he felt like super awkward because he had to call back and she answered again and he's like um hi actually I was trying to call to talk to your dad (laughs) and um it was just like so funny because they made it like so uncomfortable for him purposefully just to be ridiculous um Anyway, so I've been thinking about, man, like my sister did that and we have not ever gotten her back yet or any of my other siblings with like some really awkward pranks to like their significant other. (laughs) So um, this week I was really thinking about this because I was um, dreaming about going to this store called Restaurant Depot because I'm like so into cooking and love that. And okay, so Restaurant Depot is essentially like a restaurant Costco where everything is like in bulk and they have these um, you can literally buy an entire prepared goat like the whole goat the whole thing Um, but it's like already butchered and ready to go and you just like take it home and I'm like oh my goodness like having this just epiphany moment of um, a my big fat Greek wedding style welcome to the family (laughs) And I really want to like buy a goat so I can bring it to some sort of family function with one of my siblings' significant others um, and their family just to like freak them out. <laughs> and I don't know when I'm going to do this, but um, I'm really banking on the fact that Ruthie is not listening to this podcast episode because um, I'm definitely going to share that with you guys when I do it. <laughs> ah, anyways. If you enjoyed this episode, you should give me a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a question about anything that was discussed, you can definitely reach out on social media, Business Talk Sister Gawk, all underscores between the spaces on Instagram and then just Business Talk Sister Gawk on Facebook. And we will see you next week.